Hi, everyone. Welcome, welcome to Write Our Way, which will be hosted by fictional writer Patrick Starks. If you have not read the description below, these podcast discussions will be surrounded around writing short stories and novels, discussions of storytelling through film, using comparisons from the 80s and the current movies we see today, as well as discussions about how these movies impact our lives, or if not, why? If you are a writer, a reader, or neither of the two, who is looking for some inspiration, a little motivation, something that will get you excited about writing, something that will help you develop and feel confident in your own style, then you have come to the right place. My friends, welcome to Write Our Way. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. My name is Patrick Starks, and welcome to Write Our Way. Today, we're going to be talking about short stories and long stories. Now, this is quite the interesting topic, right? Because I know there's so many of you out there that love your short stories, and I know there's so many of you out there that love your long stories. But we must all agree that there are pros and cons to both of these. For example, with the short stories, I'm sure we all can agree, they're kind of the short and sweet technique to writing. And for the long stories, they can actually be quite hideous. I mean, there's so many chapters and there's so many characters you have to go through. And those characters are tied to many environments and events that it can be a little overwhelming for some people. But we're going to get to that part. (laughs) Don't worry. We're going to get to that part. That takes a little bit more skill and a little bit more time writing and reading, essentially. But let's get back to the short stories. For me, short stories have always been my bread and butter. In fact, with short stories, I have felt that I've gotten the most practice writing because it's so short, right? You come up with all these ideas and you're able to just fine tune it into one little short story, hence the name, which is one of the main reasons why I see short stories as like sharpening a tool. But it's incredibly hard to get better at something when you're literally working on the same damn topic over and over again. That's why it's so good to bounce from story to story because each story you write, obviously, is going to have its own plot, its own genre. And with writing each story with its own plot and its own genre, that gives you such an advantage because it teaches you character development, but it also teaches you how each genre is written. And, you know, just by knowing these things alone, that gives you a better idea of what type of genre you like to write in. And one of the biggest parts to doing these short stories is that you will find that you write like your favorite writer. Like for me, I'm a Neil Gaiman fan, hands down. And I was sounding very English, and I'm not English at all. I'm American. And I noticed that, but over time, as I kept writing and writing more short stories, I started to develop my own voice. Which leads me to saying, please, please, please do not, if you're a beginning writer, start off trying to write a book. It's just not going to happen. I'm just being flat out blunt with you. It's not going to happen. You need to start off with short stories because short stories are going to help you develop into writing that fantastic book that's already inside your head. But you got to know how to articulate it first before you write it. And just going back to the voice, you as well need to learn how to articulate it into your own voice. I mean, we all want to be unique writers, right? We all want to have our own voice. Well, (laughs) before you write that book, I highly recommend you develop your voice and figure out what you like before doing so. Now let's move on with the long story, shall we? These are probably the most intimidating things for a writer to go into right off the bat. 
I personally found that a lot of my fear of long stories came from just all the characters that you had to create. Because most of the long stories are going to have a lot more interactions than short stories. And with each interaction, you're going to be introducing your readers to unique characters. Many unique characters, in fact. And what tends to happen is, is that you got to figure out a way to keep these unique characters a part of the whole story. And you got to figure out which ones die off, which ones put the story in motion, and which ones set the tone of the story. So putting a long story together, or what they call books or novels, um, just to clarify. But yeah, putting these together is like putting together a big puzzle piece. you got to figure out where all the pieces lie and where all the pieces fit. But the one thing I do love about long stories is that you have so much room to expand on. I mean, you're no longer confined to just, you know, a few pages. You now have a whole ton of pages you could write. And the advantage to that is that you can now broaden the horizon. And when I say this, everyone, the sky is definitely not the limit for long stories. I mean, you have so much room to expand on all the thoughts in your head. But you must fit the pieces to the puzzle. If the pieces do not fit, the story is nothing. And that was one of my hardest challenges when writing long stories. Because you can find yourself going to so many environments in the story that you get lost. It's like a big maze and you got to figure out, wait, where did I leave off? Like, who did I talk to last and how do they connect to this new environment? It's just, it's crazy, everyone. And it's one of those things you really have to take your time on. And that's why there are outlines for books. Yeah, I don't really do outlines for short stories, but for long stories it is highly recommended because it will be your guide to finishing the book and getting it out the door. And you know, the reason I really didn't say anything about short stories um, having an outline is simply because short stories most of the time are going to just be in one environment. So there really isn't a big need for um, those type of stories to need outlines. Um, There's just no need for a guide. I mean, you already know the environment you're going to be in. You already know what town it's going to be in. And most of the time, those characters, you're you're probably going to have like maybe at least... I'm talking specifically on my short stories. You're usually going to have like maybe four to five characters, maybe six. It'll be under 10 characters usually. And what happens is, is that those characters are usually revolve around one, one town, one area. So that's why I say you don't need that for short stories. Long stories, again, you absolutely do need to have an outline for it because you're going to be going through many environments and many towns. And it's just going to be, it's just so hard to keep up with, what's going on in the story and what happened in each town or environment if you don't have an outline to remember because you have to be careful. Usually in those environments, something special is going to happen to the character or another character. It could be the protagonist or the antagonist. Either way, something usually special happens in these environments that's going to connect later on to the ending. So it's always important to have that outline, guys, when doing long stories. But I will say, like, one of the cons for me doing long stories is definitely timing. Um, You can find yourself working on on a long story for a long, long time. Hence, again, it's a long story. Uh, I forgot how how many years J.K. Rawlings worked on Harry Potter, but it was a damn long time, you know. And it's just like, if you want gold, (laughs) you unfortunately have to write uh, for quite some time before it becomes gold. 
I've, I've read many long stories, but as I've told many um, writers that have asked me for advice, you don't just want to be another book on the shelf. Like, yeah, there's a lot of people that have been published. There's a lot of books on the shelf. And it's like, how can you make your book so unique versus all the books in the library and all the books at fucking Barnes and Nobles or, you know, Amazon or, you know, they got their Kindles and Audibles going on. So it's like, how can I make my story really unique? And that takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of study, research. Uh, you have to really like work on it as it's a science project or something. You have to really dive deep. And some people don't have that patience for it. But that's that's just one thing I will say, like my hardest thing or my hardest challenge, I'd say, when doing long stories was just doing the research and the the time it took. Like, I'm still working on a book right now. I'm not going to say the name, but I love the hell out of it. I've been working on it since 2017 and it's 2021 and I still don't feel like I'm finished with it. Now, a lot of people would say, oh, well, he just doesn't know how to execute. He doesn't know where he's going with the story. I absolutely do know where I'm going with the story. I have to outline. It's just, you know... I'm also, I think what's taking me a lot of time is that I'm also editing it by myself. And sometimes as me, I like to edit stuff as a writer because you also need to learn how to edit your own stories. Not saying that you, should, you shouldn't have an editor. I believe when you're going to publish a book, you should definitely have an editor. What I'm saying is that by editing your stories, you will get an idea of like what's wrong in it or what's right in it because... If you have, if you can put yourself at a state where you're thinking like the editor and you're thinking like a writer, I mean, that's a deadly combo. I mean, you're going to, you're obviously going to make some type of gold happen, you know, because I'm sure all the writers, even my favorite writer, again, Neil Gaiman, they know how to edit their stories a little bit to the point where when it gets to the actual editor, (laughs) they ain't got to do much. They probably get the book and they're just like, wow, uh, (laughs) that took me uh, only a week to edit. And that was a long story, you know? <laughs> so so it's like one of those things for me, I think that's a good practice to have, working on long stories. Um, if you really uh, love the topic you, you're working on and you really want it to be something special, I'd say don't let time uh, rush you. I know we live in a society or a, should I say a world where everything's more fast-paced now and everyone's like, go, 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 go. But I promise you, you cannot make gold by doing things fast. Every good movie I've seen, every great book I've read has taken a few years to to work on before it got that good. If you look at movies that have been done overnight or, again, books that have been done overnight, they're what you call C-level. They're okay. But sometimes for some people like who really have a passion, and I, I, hope you, I hope you guys do feel the same way as me, when you have a real passion about writing, you do sincerely want your stuff to be gold. You want it to be not a C level, an A level. And I'll be honest, like I don't know like when I release my book if it's gonna be a C level or A level, but the point is that you're trying to aim for A level. Cause if you're trying to A for A level, you're not gonna hit too far below the belt, you know? So it's one of those things that you definitely need to make sure you're aiming high on this, but Again, again, in order to aim high, we must work on our short stories. Our short stories are going to be essential to getting us up to a level where we can execute on those books the way we want to. 
And uh, I, I hope that you guys take this away from this episode because I think it's really important. It's something that I've learned uh, in my earlier years as a writer, just trying to figure out, like, how can I make my stories so unique and have my own voice? And I've had many people, like, even on my website, um, which is www.paycard.com, um, on that website, I've had many people, you know, comment me and say, hey, your stories are very unique in a way. Like I thought, I thought it was serious. Like I almost, I had one story called uh, "The Heart of Caroline," and one girl actually thought that she's like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry for, for uh, what happened with you and that girl." And it's like, no, no, this was this is this wasn't real. This is just fiction. And she was like, "Oh my God," and so it's so cool when you can write something so deeply, and have people actually believe it's real. I mean. Isn't that the goal of, of writing fiction for us to make it make something that appears to be in dreams or to be a fantasy real? And when you can achieve that, it's such it's such a I can't even say it. You just feel so humbled when you when you get that feeling and when you get those comments from people. So I would say, everybody, the, the, the real takeaway from this, this episode that I want everyone to take with them as they go on their writing journeys is to really just, um, you know, don't be so much in a rush, just practice and read a lot, which I will talk about later, probably in a few more episodes, because reading is definitely another big part of you becoming a great writer is you must know how to put out your words and structuralize them. And the only way you can do that is by reading other authors who have the experience and have accomplished uh, publishing and had New York best time sellers, you know, it's you want to you want to study them, but not be them again. We want to have our own voice. So I hope you guys take this with you and uh, you feel more amped and motivated to go on your journey and uh, you get a better you got a better understanding of what it is to write short stories and long stories, because I think honestly, I know I don't think I actually believe that these are essential tools that you need to um, really write stories the way you want to write them. And I think you guys are going to be great. And I think you guys are going to have a fun time. And I'm having fun on this journey with you guys as well still. So I'm still learning. So uh, I hope that you guys have a wonderful weekend. It is um, Saturday for me (laughs) over here in uh, Seattle, Washington. And so, um, yeah. Thank you guys for uh, joining the podcast and stay tuned for the next episode. Hope you all enjoyed and had something to take away from today's discussion. To find out more about our lovely host, Patrick Starks, and even some of his writing works, go to www.paycark.com. That's www.paycark.com. Stay tuned for the next episode of Write our way and have yourself a fantastic day.